life, and it's ending one minute at a time. I was blind, but now I see. Working jobs we hate, so we can buy shit we don't need. Ideas are brutal. If you had one shot, everything I'd ever read, heard, seen was now organized and available. Now you fucking khakis. Life moves pretty fast. The Biohacking Secret Show. Paul Burgess, welcome to the Biohacking Secret Show. Man, I am stoked to be here. I've been looking forward to this one. <laughs> I've been looking forward to it as well. And then hearing hearing your accent, I'm even more excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that Im immediately makes me more intelligent. Yes, right? and the glasses, you've got it all going on. <laughs> people just yeah, yeah. people see you and within seconds assume you're brilliant. Uh, yeah, I only need these to, to, to see with, though. I don't need them. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, tell us a little bit about how you got here and, and, and the Paul Burgess origin story. Do you know, it's... Um, I knew this question was going to come up because it always does. And um, a little while ago, I started thinking about it, really. A lot of my business, or the, certainly the, the global practice that I have, a big piece of that work are beliefs and where these beliefs come from, you know, and mm -hmm. why do you take these actions, right? Mm -hmm. And it, it kind of like, why did I get into this business was a similar sort of thing. And I will, I will promise you I'll make it a short one, but um, I was born in the 60s, right? And... Mm -hmm. Back then in London, it was a very kind of frugal upbringing and it's quite strict and emotion and, and love wasn't readily available. And, um, you know, we'd had the war and people had stopped doing their, their national service or whatever. And then we got these, like the 1960s with this time of freedom, but they were still very strict. Everyone did as you were told and you listened to your parents and you never talked back and all that kind of jazz. Anyway, long story short, I think there was this lack of emotion or emotional connection that I felt at the time. And so I needed to find a way to prove my value in life. And people do it all sorts of ways, right? It's a very common thing and we see it in everyone. But my one, for some reason, went down the health route. It's like, if I can be as healthy as possible, then um, that will show that I am valuable, right? And I'm not sick and disabled or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. It's a weird thing. It didn't only occurred to me when I started thinking about it more. Yeah. Anyway, so fast forward, um, I completely ignored those um, instincts and um, went into finance in the city of London and opened the largest independent financial advisors in, in the country at the time and um, hated every minute of it and uh, eventually <laughs> decided after being very stressed with a ton of money that never brought me any happiness, which because mm -hmm. it doesn't, um, I was always into health and I was always training and, you know, trying every new diet and everything else back there. We're talking about like the eighties now. Um, and so I decided, you know what, I need to do something that really gives me a passion and that was health and fitness. And so back then it was kind of the, almost the personal training route, diet, exercise thing at the beginning of that, um, trend, if you like. And then that morphed into functional medicine and, blood testing, DNA testing, toxicity, and all the things that we do today. But it was almost like this, this drive to be of value to the world that pushed me down that route, unbeknownst to me, if you like. So yeah, because that was kind of how it all started. I know that's not what people expect to hear, but anyway, there you go. I got you. Okay, cool. Um, I find it interesting too, how many trends in health, nutrition, exercise, repeat. Yeah, but they've got different 
coats on, right? Yeah, exactly. So, they, well, they're wearing like they're wearing like the glasses with the fake yeah. nose and the mustache, <laughs> and the hats back to front this time. Yeah, exactly. Right? Listen, our, our biology hasn't changed for three hundred thousand years. Mm-hmm. We're exactly the same, right? Mm-hmm. And so the same stimulus will produce the same results. Uh, it is only because um, we do have advancements in how to fuel cells efficiently that are useful to us. And um, we do know that um, progressive overload in training gets us a guaranteed result. So people tend to stick to those kind of basics, but we can make it look fancy and put it into um, you know all these different types of training nuances, but essentially it's the same thing. Um, and you need to make something sound sexy because otherwise people don't buy it, right? So if I turn around and say, look, realistically, if you just do some exercise each day, doesn't matter what it is, um, eat whole foods, drink your water and get some sleep, you're probably going to be good to go. Well, that's not going to sell any books mm-hmm. because it's like, yeah, yeah, I know all that, but what's the what's the, the special source? What's the thing I need to do? And it might so not I'm, work for someone with chronic illness. Correct. It's not going to work for someone with chronic illness, right? Yeah. And we'll definitely touch on that because yeah. I think it's a really massive issue we've got currently. But if I turn around and say, oh, intermittent fasting, that's the key to all of your problems. Yeah. And what you need to do is you need to not eat until 1.42 precisely, because that's when the growth hormone is going to be elevated to the point that when you eat that, et cetera, et cetera. That's when, right? the, that's when the angle of the sun in the sky that's and your it. circadian biology is primed. That's the, only reason, yeah. that's the only reason you can do that properly. Yeah. And then you have to finish eating at 8.19 Otherwise, mm-hmm. all of your gains will be gone. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, people buy into that stuff and they like the sound of it. But realistically, uh, people have been trying to almost gamify or, or or give traditional fitness and health a new, like we said, a new coat or a new set of glasses, whatever it is, so that people rebuy the same kind of stuff. Because, like I said, we've been the same for hundreds of thousands of years we haven't changed mm-hmm. some of our understanding has changed but at the you know if you look at the blue zones right the people that live the longest live to over 100 and are healthy mm-hmm. <clears throat> the commonality is they all eat kind of less than they need they don't eat more than they need mm-hmm. they eat whole foods that are locally grown very little processed food they all sit down to dinner they all are active in their community Mm-hmm. And they're all active. They're active every day physically, right? Whether that's milking the goats or you know doing the farm or whatever it is, they've got some sort of activity. And and none of them own a gym membership. Mm-hmm. Um, none of them have a um, you know a, a Rolex watch and a and a Lamborghini. They all live pretty steadfast lives in basic or, or very modest housing and so on, and yet. They all live the longest, and you mm-hmm. think there's something to be said there. Yeah, and, and and our current culture about success equals more, 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 um, is definitely shortening our lives. You know, we, we if you look at New York, just as an example, you look at a drone picture or or, or video of New York, <clears throat> and you look at the the amount of high rise buildings, the amount of um everything's on top of each other the pollution the stress the mm-hmm. the electric 
you know, just the lights and everything else that's there. It's just a, it's just a hive of stress activity mm-hmm. that everyone is like on the edge trying to achieve whatever it is they're trying to achieve. There's no way you can be healthy in that environment. Yeah. I would love to see an investigation of the blue zones that looks at the prevalence of radiation through technology. So mm. how much, how many Wi-Fi routers do they have? How much time do they spend attached to their cell phones or staring at screens and that sort of thing? I'd yeah. love to see it uh, where, you know, it, it tests the quality of their water. We know that the, the Hunza people have very high amounts of silica in their water. Yeah. Are, but did have we measured the, the amounts of fluoride and chlorine and things that destroy the gut microbiome? You know, these these people may be drinking spring water as opposed to municipal tap water. And and but that's not a variable that I've seen in any data points looking at blue zones. Yeah. I'd want to see pesticides. Are they growing their own food and eating food that's local? Perhaps because they're still living that type of lifestyle, or are they eating glyphosate ridden, you know? stuff that is, has been irradiated and, and moved all over the world. And, and, and then, of course, there's the vaccine component. Are these cultures that are giving their kids 70-plus vaccines, uh, or are they just saying, hey, we give birth at home and our kids are all mm-hmm. right, and that's kind of what we do? And I don't know yeah. the answers to that, but that's those are data points that I'm curious about and and, and that, that I think sometimes these studies, there's, there's omissions that I think need to be addressed for us to truly get a holistic and complete picture of what's going on. I think all of those are very valid. And I also think, um, I don't, I also think trying to emulate a blue zones in an industrialized nation is not going to work. Totally. Uh, although there is one in California, right? Um, but, but it's, if you try and take a Blue Zones lifestyle and put it into a city trader in New York City, mm-hmm. it will not work. Right. Because it's not about just what they're eating and drinking and everything else, which is which is relevant. Mm-hmm. But it's also about all of the other external factors like the stress and the, mm-hmm. like you say, the, the pollution in the environment, whether it be the water or the air or the sofa that they're sitting on that's been sprayed in fire retardants or yes. you know, whatever else it is that they're, they're being exposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a case of when you're looking at longevity and real health, it's a case of trying to mitigate as much of that stuff as possible if you are choosing to live in uh, in, a, uh, uh, in a city or some sort of um, cosmopolitan um, place that has all of these things being thrown at you all day. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. the, the, the EMF thing that you spoke about because, you know, I'm sitting here in a room that's got a – a, a router, we call them a router, mm-hmm. as opposed to a router, right? But it's got a Wi-Fi router in it, and um, I sit here some hours a day, um, but I have an e- a grounding mat below my desk, mm-hmm. and my feet are touching it permanently, mm-hmm. um, and I don't care if it works or not, because for me that makes perfect sense. And you mm-hmm. need to, you need to, you need to do something proactive. Mm-hmm. to try and balance off the the downside to a lot of the things that are being thrown at us every day. And that is the same as, you know, the water I drink will come from a reverse osmosis filter, which I'll add minerals to. And nice. the toothpaste I use will not have fluoride, fluoride in it. Mm-hmm. And I don't use uh, body lotion, cosmetics and things that are, that have got harmful um, products in them, which most of them do, by the way, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of them are, are known to cause cancer. If you look at women's makeup and, and just mascara alone, 
has chemicals in the unknown carcinogens. Mm -hmm. And you're putting them on your eyelashes every day, which is right by the entrance to your to your brain. brain. And, and it's just like <laughs> the amount of that stuff. And we see it. Like we've got the highest rates of cancer and cardiovascular disease and dementia and diabetes, higher than we've ever had in the history of the world. Mm -hmm. And yet we're supposed to be the smartest we've ever been. Well, clearly yeah. that's not working out, right? And <laughs> clearly and, that's not happening. <laughs> right. And the tens of thousands of chemicals that we're exposed to on a daily basis that are all man-made, that the body has no clue what that's about. Mm -hmm. they're, they're all detrimental. Like when we do toxicity tests on people, like I get a lot of cancer patients come to me, and it's generally because their cancer came back. Mm -hmm. So they've done the, the initial thing, it, they, it went into remission, and then whatever, however many years later, whatever it is, it came back. And, and we look at it and go, look, cancer is a symptom. Right? It's not the disease. It's, it's the symptom of something else that's going on. And very often when we test these people, we will find mold, several molds actually, environmental toxins, chemical toxins, many of which are, are known to be carcinogens. And so when you've had that in you for X amount of years, mm -hmm. that toxic load has just gone to work and the outcome has been the symptom of cancer. But they're not aware of it. You know, they're, they're, they're totally unaware of it's even a thing yeah. to not use that shampoo or, you know, that deodorant that's got aluminium in them, which is like 95% of all deodorants that you're putting on your body every day. Mm -hmm. is going to cause dementia in a lot of people. It's going to cause Alzheimer's. Yeah. It, it, it's, and you know how hard it is? Do you know how hard it is to remove aluminium from the body? One of the most difficult things. And the Hunza mentioning that and the silica, silica is one of yep. the things that removes it easily, right? So, hey, tip, tip of the cap to you. That's a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. So, guys listening, silica, yeah. oh, sorry, go ahead. You share it. You share it. Yeah. And so, uh, it, but one, knowing these things are a thing. And two, knowing you have to be proactive every day for your health is, is, um, is the most important thing. You, you, it's, you're not just going to get away with it. Right, you know, you, right. you you have to physically do things to put, you know, to 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 stack the deck in your favor. Yeah, uh, you can't just get through life and think it will be okay. No, no. And so, what you were touching on there that's very important is the way that we chelate most metals, most toxic metals out of the body is we'll use a chelating agent like ETDA or uh, or, or or DMSA or something like that, but it doesn't work for aluminum. Uh, or, or as, as you guys say across the pond, aluminum. Yes. And, <laughs> but, but one of the things that can help with that is silica. So there's a product called Biosil Liquid Silica, and you could do 12 drops twice a day. Um, or there's a variety of other things that, that can be used to, to get aluminum out of the body. But yeah. you also need to take into account that fluoride, which is in all of our water, at least if you live in a city, combines mm -hmm. with aluminum to form aluminum fluoride which is then absorbed by the body where it eventually, you know, combines with oxygen to form aluminum oxide or alumina, which is what's found in the brains of, of people with Alzheimer's. So there's yeah. the, the fluoride is like almost like a Trojan horse that brings aluminum into the brain. And so if you're paying attention to, if you're like, Oh, I haven't used an aluminum pan or used deodorant with aluminum on it, but you're showering in tap water, you're going to still have aluminum in your brain. And and that's why when you know when you and I start having discussions like this, there's going to be some people that want to initially just throw their hands up in the air and go, "Well, what is it? Is everything poison?" 
sort of probably if you haven't paid attention to this and you're just buying that and 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 after a little period of being upset or angry or just you know overwhelmed it's time you know we all got to pull up our big boy pants or our big girl pants and say okay what do i do about it and start getting it out of our lives otherwise that's how people end up unable to have kids and eventually dealing with chronic degenerative diseases that can become cancer yeah and um Everything you say is, is absolutely, you know, on point. I don't think that – I do think everything is poisonous, right? And if I come from that perspective, <laughs> if I come from that perspective, then I'm going to be uber cautious about things and I've got mm-hmm. I've got half a chance of it being okay for me, right? Yeah. And the um, detoxification is a very complex thing. You can't just take silica and think you're going to remove aluminium. It's, that's not what you're saying. I understand that. Yeah, but people do hear that thing. I mean, that <clears throat> excuse me, that silica drops. I mean, it tastes like fish. It's really quite peculiar, but it works. I've, right? I've rubbed and it on my skin and hair before for like it, it helps cosmetically too. But you yeah. do not want to leave the house with that on you. No, no, no. It's it's, <laughs> it's a particular type of of odor. Anyway, but the 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 thing around all of that is, you know, it does lots of things. We could really get into the fact that it does attach itself to the pineal gland, and that causes all later life problems and stuff but i don't think that's overly important i think one of the challenges we have right now um is people you know humans are naturally problem solvers that is our that's our default position and so when we were young when i was younger anyway in the 60s and 70s um if you're going to solve a problem you had to put some effort in into finding the answer, right? So it would be like ask your parents or go to the library or mm-hmm. you know, do some research somewhere and find something that is going to be of use and then put it into action and then try and see what happens. And if it fails and you try again a different way and eventually you get to some kind of resolve thing, right? Mm-hmm. Completely different today. Right? If, if you want to fix your washing machine, the first place you go to is YouTube. And you go, right, my washing machine doesn't do this anymore. You put it in, you put the model number in it, and there it is. There's a, there's a, a video that shows you in 15, no, well, not even that, I mean, seven minutes how to fix it. Mm-hmm. So you go and fix your washing machine, right, or service your car, whatever it is. The problem with that is that people are doing the same thing with their health. Yeah. And they are going, well, I've got fatigue, or I can't sleep, or my sex drive is rubbish, or I've got this pain, or whatever it is, and or I can't lose weight. So I'm going to do what I would do for my washing machine. I'm going to go online and find the answer. Now, your washing machine has a finite amount of parts to it. And when you open the lid, they will all be there in those positions. So it's very simple to take a instruction that's online and go, okay, that matches what I'm seeing. Your body has got trillions of cells and no one else is the same. Even if you've got a twin an identical twin, you're still not the same as them. And so there is nothing that you're going to lift the lid on of your own body that's going to be the same as anything you're going to see online. So it's one in one way, it's not relevant. But secondly, <clears throat> all information that's online is generic. Mm-hmm. So if it says, for example, you know, a carnivore diet is the best thing for you, that will get rid of all of your autoimmune issues, that will get rid of all of your brain fog it will get rid of everything it will it will cure all your ills and there are people with millions of followers that are um very adamant that that's the way forward and they've got all of these 
um, research papers and all the proof and everything else, if you eat a vegetable, you will die. That you know, and, and you've got some of those problems, and you go, okay, I'll try that because this person did it, and they're saying it fixed everything. Well, it doesn't fix anything. All it does is take away the irritants because as soon as you start eating them again, you get the problems again. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, the person giving that advice, and I'm not banging carnivore, right? Because we use it in interventions with cancer patients sometimes if we need to. I'm mm-hmm. not saying there's anything wrong with it per se. What I'm saying is there's a problem with looking online for your uh, information mm-hmm. because that person giving the advice or that video, whatever it is, does not know you, right? Doesn't know your age, your height, your weight your hydration, your sleep pattern, your stress, your liver, your cholesterol levels, your hormones, your vaccinations, your historic uh, infections. It knows nothing about you. And so how can it possibly relate to you? It's, it's not a possible thing. Right. So understanding that you can get some ideas online about what is in the world, but it's not going to relate to you. The only way you're going to get proper information that relates to you is to find someone who does that for a living and is experienced in doing that. Because then they can look at you as a complete entity. Right? Well, let's look at your bloods. Let's look at your toxic level. Let's look at your DNA. Let's look at your viral and bacterial load. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's look at why your, your sleep patterns are only four hours a night and you're not hydrated and you've got high levels of cortisol and, and, and. Then we can decide what the first steps are to repairing you. And it's very important people get that. You know, you don't just look yeah. online, oh, I listened to this thing, it sounded really good, so I went and bought that peptide. Well, okay, well, let's see how that works out for you. Yeah, and I would even piggyback on that because, you know, we've had a unique experience with our company where we've experienced censorship and shadow banning on almost every major platform. People don't realize that that's happening because they probably don't have big health companies that that have published stuff and seen what normal reach is and then when their reach gets suppressed. But if you guys want an example, we put out a video on coffee enemas for detoxification after I had it shared with me by a woman who had overcome stage four cancer and done a bunch myself and used it with clients and seen the success they had. And I I made the video showing how it's done. We got about 80,000, just under 90,000 views pretty fast. And then the video was like de-indexed. So you go to YouTube and you search biohacking secrets, coffee, enema, and you'll get a whole bunch of other videos that aren't ours. Once they decide that you're sharing stuff that frankly is effective and could threaten, look, call this a conspiracy theory if you want. I've seen it and I have hundreds of of documented examples as proof. Once they they believe that you are a threat to the medical industrial complex and the profitability that that occurs in the business of cancer, you're not going to be the number one result. Google is not a, a, a quality indexer. It's steering the consciousness towards in the direction that that they want people to see. And even yeah. you go to events, you go to popular events, uh, two events that I spoke at, I was invited back to speak. They said, what do you want to talk about? This is in 2020. And regardless of what your beliefs are or what, you know what I mean, or around all that, I said, I want to talk about COVID-19, vaccine passports, and the battle for health freedom. And both events said, these are events that I've, I've either spoken at or they've asked me to speak. They said, I'm sorry, we can't do that. The major publishing companies had us sign contracts that we would have nobody talking about anything that could be considered a possible conspiracy, or else they're going to sue us. 
And if we don't do that, then we can't have these big speakers that we've already signed at the event. So it's not a coincidence that no one was talking about that stuff. But the audience doesn't necessarily think about that. They don't see the mechanisms behind the scenes or the strings being pulled. And that also prevents you from getting the right information unless you're working with someone that could help you and, and truly get you what's going, to, what's going to help you in a personalized fashion. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a conspiracy theory. I just think it's a fact of life that that's the way it is, right? It's not yeah. a conspiracy. Just because a lot of people don't think that way, they kind of class it as conspiracy. But we know now, looking yeah. back, there was a lot of censorship on uh, the – or there was a lot of lies told around mm -hmm. that whole subject. Yeah. <clears throat> we know that um, YouTube was told it had to um, take down certain things. Mm -hmm. and uh, keep certain other things on there, um, which, would, which would certainly direct a narrative. Um, we were told that there were safety tests done, um, and we were told that um, these things would produce certain results, they would stop transmission and this, that, and the other. And we know it's all nonsense, right? Mm -hmm. I saw something recently, um, and this might get this episode banned, so, so be it, but... Well, just choose, um, choose your language carefully and, you know what I mean, our audience will understand. <laughs> yeah, so there was something recently where a, um, a New York government official um, decreed that they have a brand new vaccine for a brand new variant. Mm. And uh, it's not a booster. It's not a, you know, it's not the old one. It's brand new. Everything's brand new. You need to give it to your children from six months old and they can take it. There's no problem. You know, they take take them from birth, blah blah blah. Oh, so, it's so evil. <laughs> and and no, and even better, it said, don't don't let your child be in be afraid and in the dark, and and alone. This is her words. You know, get them vaccinated. And um, and you go, okay, cool. If that's what you want to tell people, that's fine. But the basis, it's a brand new vaccine for a brand new variant, means that there is no safety data because it's brand new. So you haven't tested it. Because the variant only came out last week, and you can't test for variants. The of PCR test does, is, right. is it shouldn't even be used, and and it does not identify variants. It's just yeah. you can tell right away it's all nonsense. But 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 it, but and, and and whether it's true, false, or indifferent, the fact of the matter is, there are very powerful um, organizations that are using very emotionally manipulative mm -hmm. techniques to get people to act in a certain way. Yeah. And everyone has free choice, right? Everyone has the ability to make their own decisions mm -hmm. and by all means do so. And I've got nothing against people who have had every vaccination on the planet and I've got nothing against people who've never had a vaccine. Yeah. Because that's all your life. That's your journey. That's mm -hmm. your way forward. That's your discovery. And that's good. Good for you. You know, and I have my own opinions on it and I and I follow my opinions and my, my beliefs. Um, but what I will say, trying to go back, circle back to what we were saying is that whatever you see online, <clears throat> same as whatever you read in a book, to be frank, it has to be viewed as information and not as gospel. Mm -hmm. It needs to be viewed as, okay, well, that's interesting to hear that or to know that. But how does it apply to me? Does this person know me? Have they seen my medical history? Do they know my current bloods and all that kind of thing. If not, then, okay, well, it's good to know that that peptide can can potentially, uh, you know, increase growth hormone 
Okay, so what? Why is that relevant to me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, or it's anti-aging. Okay, but why is that to me anti-aging? Mm-hmm. Because if I take something at the symptom end, right, the anti-aging thing, or there's this new face cream that's got peptides in it. I keep saying peptides. It's not a thing for me. It's just something. It's, it's a coincidence, but. Yeah. There's, there's well, they're, getting, with, they're, getting, they're getting a lot of publicity lately. Yeah, right. So there's, there's a cream with peptides in it, and it's anti-aging. Great. Okay. You're talking about but, GHKCU or, or, or SYMAKE? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So those coppers are good as well. But they were, even before that, they were, they, they were bringing them out, right? But mm-hmm. this is symptom treatment. What's caused you to be aged in the first place? Right. Well, the, the, the reactive oxygen species, that oxidative stress that's going on in your cells, that's creating DNA damage and creating aging, you know, that's not been addressed yet. You can put all the cream on your face you like. You can take all the yeah. growth hormone you want. Until you decide, deal with what's going on underneath, the real root causes and the causes of those, you, that stuff's a waste of time, waste of money. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think it's possible for people to 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 negotiate that kind of minefield in a in a productive way unless they've got someone that knows what they're doing. What's up, guys? Anthony here, and I have a biohack that I think you'll find interesting. So some things that are important to me are structuring my water, revitalizing it, making sure it's, of course, clean. You know, you can't have fluoride or chlorine or anything in there that's going to cause oxidative stress or destroy your gut microbiome. But once you have clean water, we need to energize it or structure it. And the way that I do this is a device called the Soma Vedic. Now, the research that's been done on these devices is really exciting. So you guys have probably seen those videos uh, back in the day about the effect of different energies and words on water, where if you spoke to water using words like love and gratitude and peace and compassion, the water, when frozen and looked at under uh, uh, various types of microscopes, took on a crystalline, almost snowflake-like structure. They partnered with the Masaromoto Institute and found that the Soma Vedic has the same effect. But it goes a lot further. They've also found that when we are exposed to wireless electricity, our blood starts to, it hypercoagulates, it becomes thicker. The electrons around red blood cells that keep our blood flowing freely, we start to lose them. And the red blood cells stick together, and that's where you can experience brain fog, fatigue, cardiovascular issues. It can increase your risk of all chronic and degenerative diseases. And the Soma Vedic also has been shown to restore healthy blood flow and actually put some of these electrons back into your body so that your red blood cells flow more easily and effortlessly throughout your circulatory system. If you guys are interested in checking out the Soma Vedic, you can go to somavedic.com. We have a biohacks discount code set up for you, and I think you'll love it. I want to kind of close the loop on uh, aluminum. Let's say someone you're working with somebody and you find out that they have extremely high levels of aluminum. What, what, what do you do with them, and what's the protocol that you've found most effective for getting that out of the body beyond silica? Um, so that is the question that necessitates a, well, it all depends, right? Because it's about the individual, right? And ideally, um, you'd be able to answer that with a, with a very direct protocol because that's what people would do, but it doesn't work like that. 
Like you need to know the individual. You need to know where it came from, how much of it, and so on and so forth. But more importantly, you don't you don't treat that as the first step. So someone's got high aluminium, for example, they've likely got other high heavy metals. Obviously, you want to know where it's come from, so you, mm-hmm. you remove the sources. Um, but at the same time, you go, okay, to remove anything, you need a detoxification pathway that works. Mm-hmm. To have a detoxification pathway that works, several pathways, you need to make sure that your gut health is working properly. For your gut health to work properly, you have to make sure that your oral microbiome is healthy because it starts in your mouth, right? So if you've got root canal, you've got gum disease or anything kind, even if you don't know about it, that's going to start a systemic cascade further down. Mm-hmm. So you work with removing any problems in the in the mouth and then repopulating that and getting it healthy. Your stomach acid production, is that where it should be? Then your small intestine, let's look at what that health is like. So do you have a, um, issues with your gut lining, your mucosal lining? If that's not healthy, then that has to be um, refurbished. What's your digestive enzymes, your probiotics? What's your prebiotics like further down your gut? Then what is your liver like? What is your kidneys like? What's your gallbladder? How is your detoxification pathways and are they open? Because if someone's got constipation and you're trying to remove things from them, it ends up in the stool and doesn't end up getting removed. It gets up reabsorbed, right? Mm -hmm. So people go, oh, I'm going to take binders or I'm going to take silica or something. It's going to get rid of it. So, okay, good luck with that because it's not Mm -hmm. going to happen unless everything else is done is working first. And And they're going to feel like shit. 10 times worse. Yeah. I think I wish I'd never started, right? Yeah. Same with mold, by the way. Same with mold or heavy metal or, or um, um, environmental toxins or anything you're trying to remove. So you refurbish all of that gut and digestion and detoxification first. Then you go in and start pulling things out of tissue in, you know, with whatever it is that is relevant for that. <clears throat> that way you've got a chance of it getting detoxified properly. The other thing that's really useful for heavy metals and aluminium are are saunas, right? Because removing it through the skin also works very well. Are you an infrared guy or a traditional high higher heat guy? Um, Every time I put my thumb up, it brings that stupid thing up. I don't know how to turn that off. Right. So... I, my, that happened with one of my buddies yesterday, and I was I was cracking up. I'm like, "How'd you do that?" And he's like, "I don't know." It's weird, right? It just picks up occasionally. Anyway, sorry yeah. So the, people the, the video that we're on, like, if you do a thumbs up, a thumbs up emoji pops up, and then we were goofing around. We were doing like the heart hands yeah, yeah. and different things like that, and those were all popping up. But I don't know. Is it? Is, do you think it's the the browser that you're using? Uh, uh, no, because I'm using a different one to what I'd normally use. It's something to do with Zoom. Oh. But we're or, on we're on no, Riverside, we're on don't we? Yeah, I don't know what it is. Maybe and it's, it happened um, on Zoom with him, but I, it hasn't happened on mine. Yeah, weird. Anyway, okay. Sorry, we, we digress because <laughs> the detoxification is way more important to talk about. And um, so, um, uh, infrared. I quite like an infrared sauna. I've got to be honest. Um, I find it far less painful and uncomfortable than a traditional uh, what they call a Swedish sauna or a, you know a heat sauna. Um, it also penetrates better into the into the cells into the skin and, and is helpful for mitochondria but again it's one of these things where it's not the way to do it it has to be part of a much bigger process mm-hmm. and so saunas are really good uh, get your detoxification pathways open right get your gut working properly um if you're going to have heat for detoxification so you're sweating it out um you have to be careful about the shower afterwards um, if you if you take a cold shower after, 
you're just going to close up a lot of the pores and believe it or not, you're just not going to remove a lot of the stuff that you should be removing. It gets reabsorbed back in. So a warm or hot shower after heat. If you're doing it for detoxification. With, right? Without fluoride and chlorine, like you got to have a shower Correct. filter that removes that stuff too. Yeah. Uh, you, you're then going to be in, uh, you, you're going to able to wash off these um, these toxins that are, they've just been pulled out of your skin. Whereas a lot of people go, oh, go cold shower, it makes me feel so much better, but you just close everything back up again. It's mm -hmm. the same with Epsom salt baths, which are quite popular, right? Sit in Epsom salt bath, get the magnesium in, draw all that toxicity to the skin, and they get out, towel themselves dry, and then you know, get on with their day or whatever it is. But you need to have a shower afterwards because you need to rinse off the toxins that have been pulled to the surface of the skin. Otherwise, they just get reabsorbed. So it's important to know those kind of nuances. Otherwise, you're just not being effective. And then again, like I said at the beginning, find the, the source. Right? Where are these things coming from and remove them? Because yeah. if you're continually um, eating or drinking or applying stuff with the toxins in, you can try and detoxify them all you like. You're just replenishing them every day. It's, it's just mm -hmm. not going to work. Right, right. Yeah, it's it's gotten to a level where I don't think 95 to even 98, 99% of people can do this on their own anymore. There's just too many variables where, if especially if it's complex and chronic. Yeah, you, you cannot do it without expert guidance. Yeah. And... Um, but that's, you know, there's plenty of good practitioners that can, can do that kind of stuff. And, and that's what our business is all about. We've got a global telemedicine, you know, we've got, I've got patients all around the world, um, many of them in the U S but, um, in every continent and, um, and we deal with all of them individually because that's how they have to be dealt with. But there's lots of people that can do it, but just don't do it on your own or do it by, you know, I've had people come to me who, um, have got hair loss and, uh, this is a woman I'm talking. I'm, I'm thinking about hair loss and uh, low libido, low energy. Mm -hmm. um, and she comes and says, "Right, when I get up in the morning, I do all this stuff." And she, it was like immediately I go and do grounding for five minutes while drinking my coffee and MCT oil, and then I do journaling, and then I do eight minutes of hit training, and then yeah. I do cold. That's, that's what happens. <laughs> that's what and, happens. And, and and right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like. I'm exhausted listening to you, yeah. you know, and you're doing all this before 7 a.m. Yeah. And then I do this during the day and I'll do that and, and all this other kind of stuff that is, um, uh, the, the, God, I mean, it's just shoulds. It's, it's like shoulds she's picked up from a, an yeah. alchemy of podcasts, an amalgamation yeah, of other. How do you even keep up with that? Is yeah. And, and she's probably like, and I'm exhausted and it's not working, but I don't and, know and what then, to stop doing. No, no. No, but that's the thing. If she had said that, I'd have been, I'd have been more impressed. She goes, "What else do I have to do?" <laughs> oh God, she's. I mean, what she's a go-getter. She's a go-getter. What do I need to add to it? Yeah, yeah. And it's really difficult to have the conversation, which is like, you know, what you're doing is not working. So let's just dial that right back. Yeah, that's and look at the symptom, and stop looking at the, you know, look at the cause. Sorry, stop looking at treating the symptom. It's the same thing that we see a lot of with people who are have got low energy. Mm -hmm. You've got low energy. The, the, the normal thing to do is people will have coffee or 
a an energy drink of some kind with like high levels of caffeine and stimulants in them. Mm-hmm. And you go, well, that, that's, that's the thing that's supposed to improve my energy. You go, okay, is it working? Are you still tired? Well, yeah, I am. And my, and my sleep's gone to crap. And, you know, but, but what am I supposed to do? You go, do I, oh, I need to do more exercise. That will get me more energy. Mm-hmm. You go, no, no, no. You need to stop doing all those things because they're not giving you more energy. They're just pushing you further down this bad path. We need to find out why you don't have the energy in the first place. Right? Mm-hmm. Why is it you can't sleep? Why is your cortisol chronically elevated? Why is your adrenals chronically elevated? Why is it you're not burning fat for fuel anymore? And why have you got no energy in your life when you know, you're 42 years old and there's no real reason behind it other than the fact that you're stimulating the crap out of yourself to try mm-hmm. and get you through another day? Mm-hmm. So a lot of people treat the symptom of fatigue with more stimulation. And it needs to be actually take your foot off the gas get some rest, recovery, you know, get into your parasympathetic nervous system, this rest and digest and recover mm-hmm. nervous system rather than the stimulatory sympathetic. And a lot of the stuff that you do, right, with the cold exposure and stuff can mm-hmm. be really useful for people if it's done at the right time in the right way. Yeah, for sure. And and I, I also empathize with some people who have been dealing with something that's escalated where their energy has been really bad for a while. Maybe they own their own business, their, their productivity, they're only getting a couple hours out of themselves during the day. So many of these guys, when, when they start, they're on modafinil and Adderall and (laughs) caffeine. And they're telling me that they still can only function for a couple hours of calls, like low energy, low creativity work. And then they crash, but their sleep sucks. So they wake up the next morning and it's like the same thing all over again. So now you're not just unwinding some of the things that you and I've been talking about with, with the, you know, their adrenals being exhausted and gut issues and toxicities, but you're also unwinding the fact that they're chronically in fight, flight, freeze and using yeah. all of these really strong stimulants so that they can't even get deep restorative regenerative sleep. Um, and you know, that comes from beliefs around mm-hmm how to address problems. Let's let's talk about those a little bit because that drives so many different actions. And like, I'll, I'll share what, one example and then I want I want you to talk about this because I had yeah. to have a heart to heart with a, a buddy yesterday who's, um, he, you know, he's tested positive for Lyme, Babesia, a variety of toxins and heavy metals. There's adrenal stuff going on and um, and, we've been working our way through it and getting him to a place where he's feeling better and better each week. But what will happen is he'll feel better. And then we'll have two weeks of good calls. And then we get on the phone last week and he said, and he's like, I'm not feeling so good. And I was like, why not? What's going on? You know, what do you think it is? And he's like, I don't know. We dig in a little bit more. He started a parasite protocol on his own without saying anything. He started, uh, uh, he added another herb that is effective against Lyme and co-infections without saying anything. He went and did, he went to the CrossFit gym and did as much of a CrossFit workout as he could. Then told me he crashed the next day, his whole body hurt. And then he did it again on Sunday. And I'm like, so as we dug in, I'm like, you did like eight things that we didn't talk about. And, but I also understand where he's coming from because I've done that myself. And there's beliefs underlying where he's like, okay, I feel good. I want to feel better faster. So I want to, I need to, to, to add more. I need to do more things. 
and and so we're kind of like working through some of these beliefs. But can you talk a little bit about beliefs and some of the things that you see and some of the ways that those beliefs influence behavior and perhaps even contribute to self-sabotage? Hmm. Yeah. So beliefs drive everything. And um, many beliefs are uh, not, they don't serve you, right? Like, mm -hmm. well, if one is good, then 10 is better, mm -hmm. which is kind of what your your friend was saying, right? It's like, well, okay, well, I've been feeling good, so let me stack a load of this other stuff that I've heard about, mm -hmm. and I'll go and do a CrossFit wad, and I'll go and do this and that, and so that must be better for me. Mm -hmm. um, but sadly, he has no understanding as to what's optimal for, for a person, right? So people are looking, this is my opinion after decades of in this business, right? People are looking for certainty that what they are doing for their own health is the right thing for them. Yeah. That's the bottom line, right? It's like, what's the best diet for me? Not for you, not for the next person, next person. What's the best diet for me? Do I need to take supplements? If I need supplements, what supplements? How do I get my sleep right? As I get, why, why is my sex drive non-existent? You know, how do I get rid of this pain, this headache, whatever it is? It's about what do I need to do for myself? I need certainty, not, mm -hmm. well, that sounds like a good idea. You know, Anthony said that, and, it, and that sounds like it'd be good. I'll, I'll do that, and I'll mm -hmm. add that herb, and I heard this from that other person. You can't get that certainty while looking online, right? You need a coach, which is what you were doing for your friend. So the first thing is certainty that what you're doing for your own health is the right thing for you. Once we've got that designed for you, you have to look at what are the beliefs that drive your actions that got you here in the first place. And to know that, you need to know what's most important to you about your health and why. And that is a very difficult conversation for a lot of people because if I ask somebody, okay, what's most important to you about your health? This is an example, right? Mm -hmm. What's most important to you about your health? And go, I want to lose some weight. Cool. Why is that? Why is that important? Well, because I feel tired all the time and, and I don't feel great. And... Um, and, uh, uh, and I need to make better decisions. Hmm, okay. Why is it important for you to make better decisions? Well, you know, I've got a company I run and we've got lots of sites that I have to travel to every day and in the afternoon I'm tired and I need to be able to be on point still because I need to run this business. But why is it important for you to run the business? Well, because we, you know, we employ a lot of people, I've got responsibilities and I have to make money, so it's important that I get that business successful. Why is it important that business is successful? Well, it's important because we're responsible for all these people, I know, but why is that important to you? Well, because, and they kind of think, this is a real life example, by the way, someone did say this. <clears throat> and he said, well, me and my sister run this business and we inherited it from my father. And so I want to make sure that we make it successful. I said, ah, okay. So actually the driver behind your actions isn't weight loss, because if we just focus on weight loss, the next time there's an ice cream in front of you, you know, losing weight isn't going to make you stop eating that. Mm -hmm. The real driver for you is that you don't want to let your father down because he built this business from nothing, handed it to you. And if you, if you crash and burn this business, then you're going to look like a failure in his eyes. That's the real driver for you. And it's like, well, yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, that makes sense. We can work with that. Because that tells me that if you, if I say to you, you've got to do this or you've got to do that, because that's going to allow you to create this successful business and not let your father down, you will take action on it. Mm -hmm. right? If I turn around and say, 
your, um, you know, do this and you'll lose weight. When push comes to shove, it's not that important to you. Mm-hmm. So understanding the real driver is important. And is but that a next- matter of, of digging deep enough with the why questions? Yeah, you have and, to, because most people will stop after the second or third. One. Right. And, and it seems like some people in that, you know, if, if, if we have coaches or people that, that help even just family members in their life, um, you, there's a lot of people that stay at the surface mm. and don't go to those deeper levels where maybe it's, it's a subconscious driver and they haven't even been made aware of it. And it's Absolutely. our job to bring that out and help them yeah. see it. Yeah. It's the same as we started this conversation when we opened the podcast. We're like, my driver is to give show people I've got value. It's, every, right. it's everyone's, right? Everyone thinks mm-hmm. they're not good enough. Mm-hmm. Everyone has got imposter syndrome, mm-hmm. right? And so they're finding ways in which they can create something of value to show, look, I am that good. But there's a couple of things on it, and we will come back to that because it's important. So I say to him, so when did your dad leave you the company? Sorry, he left it to us like two years ago. So why did he leave you the company? Oh, because he's really sick. Mm-hmm. He's got heart disease and diabetes, and he's not well. Ah, interesting. Just out of curiosity, did he run this business the way you're running it? He said, yeah, he did. What does that tell you? Right. In other words, your, your father ran himself into the ground to build this thing, and then he gave it to you, and you're doing exactly the same thing, mm-hmm. and you're going to run yourself into the ground. You'll be in his position in 10 years' time. Mm-hmm. Right? So we need to learn from that and go, you want to be making the best decisions for your business. You know, take your foot off the gas. We need to stop using the stimulants. We need to stop using the excuses that I have to work late at night because I've got these responsibilities. And we have to talk about what's going to make you the most creative and productive individual. And that's being able to relax, manage stress, have a clear mind, digest properly, have time off, you know, the things that you really need to be productive longer term. And and it's a very difficult thing because if I just say, oh, you want to lose weight, great, we need to take the foot off the gas and get you to um, be more productive in your, uh, you know, your sleep and your stress management and go, no, no, no. I need, I need more stress. I need more of the caffeine. I need more of the stuff because that's what I need for the energy. And I need, just need to lose the weight. You go, you know, that doesn't relate to him. But if we relate it to the really important thing that I don't want to let my father down, I want to have this business successful. You have a much more um, important advantage, more leverage for the person to take action differently. And that's what's going to get them through the hard times. Mm-hmm. It's like I had a conversation with somebody yesterday and they said, oh, mate, I'm so busy right now. I'm flat out. But this is going to finish in two weeks. The project will be over. And then I'll be able to sit down and do some of that relaxation and and the and the meditation stuff you were talking about. <laughs> and I said, it's like when ca- you're cut. Cats, cats in the cradle for uh, health practices. <laughs> right? And, but, and I said, look, it's when you're when you're driving at 200 miles an hour is when you need your seatbelt on. Mm-hmm. Which means when it's going crazy, that's when you need to do the stress management. You don't wait till it's finished and then when it's easy, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And so finding a belief, right? Where does it come from? What is it that makes you feel like you've got value? Then you've got something you can work with. And then it's a case of using that to decide whether the actions you're taking are are useful for you, right? So if you say, like, I've always believed that, you know, go hard or go home or, you know, I'll sleep when I'm dead and this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. Go, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Where, where does that come from and why do you think that's of value? Because if that doesn't correlate 
to the business being more successful. And you can show that. You can go, well, that's going to make you burnt out. It's going to make you less creative. Mm-hmm. You, you're going to be sick in hospital, this, that, and the other. Your business will fail. But the good news is we've got a different approach. If you want to be more successful, we can do the stress management. We can get your digestion working better. We can get you absorbing your vitamins and minerals that you're short in. We can optimize your hormones. We can get you functioning amazingly, and that will translate into a more productive, longer career. Mm-hmm. Then they go like, okay, yeah, I, that's what I need. Yeah. And and then it's easier to change their belief because a belief is a feeling of certainty cut off from any other option. This is th- the thing. Right. And when you turn around and go, I'm telling you, that hat is not red. Mm-hmm. And you go, you, you're, I believe it is red. That's the thing. Well, I need to work very hard to convince you of that. Or right? I'd say, so, you, you might be colorblind, my friend. <laughs> right. Okay. Because you've got the belief. And you're yeah. not changing it for anything. Right. But if I if I know that I can show you a way in which you can question that belief being the best thing for you and then present you with better alternatives, then you're going to go, I might go for these better alternatives. And now you're changing your view on the belief. Mm-hmm. Right. And that mm-hmm. then change your belief will change your action, change your action, change your outcome. And yeah. we want the outcome to change. Because what people will come to us with, and you might see this quite a lot, is that two things. It's first is, how can I keep doing what I'm doing and get a, get a different result? Right? You say, right, you got to eat less of this or do more of that. And they're going, no, no, I can't do that. What else can I do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, if there was something else, I'd say something else. But if you're not going to do these basic things first, you're not going to build on it. No, 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 there must be some other way. What's the biohack? I read that if I put butter in my coffee, I'll be... You know, eight percent body fat and superhuman. Surely that's the way forward, right? Every morning, you go. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe for some people, but if you're an APOE four genotype, that will probably kill you quite quickly. So let's not do that. But then the other can, thing can, is, can you elaborate on that? Just I, I, I want to hear what you're going to say next, but I think that's an important point to make for our, our audience. So, a- so APO, APOEs, you know, if you have one copy, it's associated with Alzheimer's. It has to do with lipid transport in the body and the strength of the bond. And you're saying if someone's E4, E4, which has the highest correlation with Alzheimer's and the, and the weakest bond, <clears throat> then trying to get shredded would possibly be bad for them. Can you elaborate? Well, no. Um, so, yes, what you've just said is all, is all technically correct. Um, there's two forms. There's a APOE uh, 3, 4 and a 4, 4. And... Um, if you combine the two, the three, four, and four, four, that equates to about twenty-five percent of the world population, which is a significant number, right? Out of what eight billion—that's two billion or whatever it is, right? And so, if you follow a high saturated fat diet, uh, amongst other things, um, your body doesn't respond to saturated fat the way that um, other genotypes would respond to it. I, i.e., carnivore. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, you can be carnivore on very low saturated fat, but generally it's like the fat is the is the thing, right? It tastes mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to eat like bland steak and, you know, white fish. I want I want the fat because that's where the taste is, right? Mm-hmm. So but if you do go carnivore um, and you're, or, or keto even, and you're doing high saturated fat, high dairy fat, that kind of thing, your body responds slightly differently. So it becomes very inflamed. So it's an inflammatory response, which will lead to poor insulin sensitivity, right? Fat 
will affect your insulin, your sugar, blood glucose abilities. And some people don't understand that. They go, no, no, no. Carbohydrates affect your glucose. Fat mm -hmm. affects your cholesterol. Well, you need to learn metabolism. And <laughs> inflammation, high saturated fat in an APOE4 will create reactive oxygen species, oxidative stress. It will create insulin resistance. It will cause um, liver issues and all of the inflammatory chronic diseases that we know, right? So uh, in, in addition to that, things like HIIT training um, are also not great because it produces a lot more um, oxidative stress. Mm -hmm. And um, so a lot of the things that people swear blind are the best way forward for that particular genotype. I happen to be one of them, so I know a bit about this stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, E4, E4. Yeah, so you're, I mean, I'm a 3, 4, so you're even worse than me. You're like 1% of the world. You're, mm -hmm. you're, you're, you've, you've, you've achieved greatness. But, you know, <laughs> it, it was protective initially, right? It was, in a, prote it was a protective mechanism mm -hmm. um, and gave a longer life initially um, uh, back, in, back when we were being involved. But the, um, so following that kind of general approach of carnivore or high-fat uh, keto is not, advised the other thing which is quite interesting is that you can be ketogenic and not have high saturated fat you know you just need to have a low amount of carbohydrate um what you what how's your cholesterol is it elevated or do you find it's elevated most of the time it's pretty good um if <clears throat> if i eat too much even grass-fed steak then it can become elevated and even i, I noticed that if i eat too much grass-fed steak then my liver enzymes start going up. We'll, we'll speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and and um, so it's not about you know, getting shredded because you could be like, sub ten percent body fat easily on any kind of diet if as long as you do it properly. But it's the, easier for me to get there if I eat a lot of of if I'm if I'm mostly plant based, call it 70, 80 yeah. percent, and then I supplement yeah. with the right types of protein. Yeah, and also fiber is really important for you, right? So, mm -hmm. um. Beans, pulses, lentils, all the things that we know are going to kill us, apparently, right, from everybody else. Yeah. Those those fibers are actually really, really good for our cholesterol management, blood glucose management, and um, and it will really keep down a lot of the inflammation, which will cause the brain issues. So um, what's detrimental here is that we get big followers, people with like millions of people following them, preaching carnivore. Mm -hmm. If you're not aware that APOE is a problem, then if you've got a million followers and 25% of them on average are going to be of this APOE 3444 genotype, it means 25% of the people listening to them blindly without understanding are going to follow that and create really bad health issues within their, in, in their body. Mm -hmm. um, and then they're going to go out and do CrossFit or, or some other kind of really high-intensity exercise because that's the way, you know, that's the thing you need to do. And, and all of a sudden they're... The cholesterol is through the roof. The liver mm -hmm. markers are all screwed. The hormones are on the toilet. You know, on their the floor. joints hurt. Their joints and, hurt. They can't recover. Everything, and then they and then they can't remember what they were saying five minutes ago, <laughs> or they're searching for words in a sentence because there's like, oh, what was it? What was it? You mm -hmm. know, and and this stuff is really easy to get wrong, mm -hmm. like, but in a big way. Yeah, well, that comes because there's so much information available that you don't know what's right. So you have to get somebody that knows what they're doing to interpret that stuff for you. Hundreds of years ago, we never had that, right? And so it, you never got that information that told you that. So you just ate what the general kind of food was and it was, wasn't the biggest problem in the world. 
Um, nowadays, I think it's making it worse. The other issue we've got is when I was a kid, certainly, things took a lot longer. Even, you know, if I wanted to go and, and uh, pay money into a bank, you had to actually physically go to a bank, queue up in the in the sheep pen. It's like this, you know, you, you queue up in that line. And then when the teller's free, you walk up and you give them the, your money in the paying in book and they count it and then they stamp it and give it back to you. And then you've got to go back out and you go back home or whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. My bank now doesn't have branches. It's not possible for me to pay cash into it because everything's done online, right? And it's done in an instant. I can send money anywhere around the world in, in seconds, right? Mm -hmm. Same for pretty much everything technology-wise. Everything is super fast and super easy. Mm -hmm. If you want a, a meal delivered to your door, open up an app, press the button, it'll be there in 20 minutes. Don't have to go to the supermarket, get the food, come back, cook it, you know, prepare it, then sit down and eat it. None of that. I can have it any any cuisine I want. You can have it on my doorstep. Whatever I want to do, I can do it faster and easier than I've ever been able to do it. Maybe not better though. Not about being better, right? Okay. It's about being more convenient and faster and quicker because I've got other things I've got to do, like scroll through Instagram mm -hmm. or get back to my stressful life that I've got. Mm -hmm. Right? I need to be, things to be convenient and fast. Now the problem with that is we expect our bodies to act the same way. I need it fixed now, I need it quick, I need the result to, to happen this week. The issue with that is we don't have an operating system like an iPhone. Right? We operate on a software that is 200,000 years old, has never had an upgrade. Mm -hmm. And so it takes time for things to change takes time for you to get sick and it also takes time for you to get better and you have to be patient and you have to apply yourself on a daily basis doing the things that are right for you as an individual not oh, i'm trying that thing today because I, I read that online or i saw that instagram post yeah. well that didn't work this week so i'm going to try this other diet i'm going to try this new supplement i'm going to try that and it's and, and nothing's got any no one's got any time or or patience to apply themselves so when I work with people one-to-one, -one, it's a 12-month program. You're with me for 12 months. And we see each other every two weeks, and we make sure that everything you're doing is exactly right for you based on everything that we know about you, be it your genetics or your bloods or whatever it is. And you do not need to look anywhere else because we have you covered. Now, what that allows patients to do is basically stop stressing over it all. And now imagine the capacity they now have, this extra free capacity in their mind to go and enjoy life. Right? All the stuff that they've been missing because they're so focused on, should I eat this? And what's the timing for that? And do I need that supplement? And how do I get this back? And mm -hmm. you know, all that's been taken care of. Because at the end of the day, we don't know how many days we have on this planet, right? Yeah. I mean, everything's stacked up against us right now, like we said earlier, all that toxins or you know, the, the pharmaceutical industries and everything else, none of it is about a long life. It's about mm. it's a it's about profit, and it's about mm. not worrying about what people face at the end of it. It's just like give me the money, mm -hmm. and this is a this is very short. We're on this planet for a very short period of time, and we need to enjoy every day. It has to be the most joyous experience because if it's not, trust me, if you got stage four cancer, you would give anything to be able to enjoy life for another two years, another five years, another ten years. Mm -hmm. And yet people have got that ability right now 
They can enjoy it today and they're too busy doing other stuff that is, um, is, is non-consequential because they think that's what's going to give them some happiness in an imaginary time at the, in the future. Mm -hmm. If I do this now, then in the future, it'll all come together. <clears throat> oh, will it? Okay. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. Yeah. Right? So it's, it's the whole the whole process is very big. It needs to be dealt with from lots of different um, angles. But if it's done properly, it can be the most liberating and amazing experience for people. I like that. I think that's that's a good place for us to land this plane. And uh, I appreciate I appreciate you coming on and sharing your your time and energy and wisdom with us, Paul. Can you um for for our listeners who are interested in learning more about what you do, um, can you share that with them and kind of give give any any closing remarks that you still feel compelled to share with our, our audience? If you want to find out more about what we do, I think we covered a lot of it today. But generally, we we take people who are searching for progress in their health, right? It's the people who are either looking for longevity or they're looking for the, the resolution of a problem they've had. They've been to the doctor, been to the consultant, been to the specialist, and they've all said, there's nothing wrong. You know, your bloods are fine. Your scans are fine. There's nothing wrong with you. Uh, here's some Prozac. You know, we take those sort of people and we find out what is really wrong with them because it's not all in your head, by the way, if mm -hmm. you've ever been told that. It's actually a real thing and we find out what it is and we fix it for a lot of people. Or we get the other people that are kind of just like, I just want to be, I just want to feel amazing and have an incredible life. And you go, great, let's, let's create that for you. But you can find a lot about what we do on the website, which is paulburgess.uk. And like I say, we are global. So we're in every country. Um, so don't worry about it being a UK based operation. We're, 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 we're everywhere. Um, you can also book a free call there. And I think we're going to send you a link as well uh, that people can just directly go to book a free call with us on, a, on our diary. That free call, come to us with anything you want. Right? If you've got health problems, you've got some behavioral issues, if, you're, if your kids have got you know, mental issues or whatever it is, we're very happy to sit and, and talk about things and give you some guidance if we can. And we'll also give you some sort of steps going forward which might be useful for you. So that's free, by the way. Right, so you can come on. Thirty. Uh, it's supposed to be a thirty-minute call. Normally it takes about an hour. You probably guess that I talk a lot, so um, it takes longer than it should. But you know, it's free. By all means, we want to really speak to as many people as possible. And you know, closing comments are: you, people want to be certain that what they're doing for their health are the right things for them. And you have to get somebody who knows what they're doing to guide you with that. Right? It's not about holding you accountable. It's about holding your hand. And, and showing you how to do these things for yourself. Because if you just go online and try and find it, it's going to bring you frustration, probably more problems, and probably cost you a lot of money that is not going to be necessary. Yeah. And if, and if you're already kind of on that crazy train or that loop, now's the time to recognize it and the opportunity to get off. 100%. Yeah. Listen, you can go back on that loop if you really want to, but... Try something different if you're not getting the results you want. Absolutely. You know? Well, Paul, I've enjoyed this conversation. Nice nice to meet you in person, and thank you for coming on, and thank you for the work that you're doing. Yeah, man, it's been it's been great. And I'll, I'll happily come back and talk more in depth about things if you want to. I mean, clearly you've got some in-depth things that, you, that you've studied around this APOE4 and so on, and we can, have, you know, we can definitely chat on that stuff. But if there's anything else, more than happy to come back, um, <clears throat> should you wish me to. Yeah, um, absolutely. Always be I, interesting. I, 
And guys, if, if you're interested in us going deeper, you know, share this episode. That's kind of how you let Paul and I know that you appreciated the conversation that we had. Uh, check out the work that that Paul's doing at paulburgess.uk and, um, you know, reach out to us and, and share some of the questions or things that you would like us to talk about in a part two. And uh, yeah, we'll make it happen for you. Yeah, I'd love to. Happy days. Let me know if you guys have been experiencing more of any of the following than you used to. Brain fog, difficulty staying focused, fatigue, muscle weakness or changes in balance and coordination, mood fluctuations, apathy or lower motivation, sleep issues, changes in sex drive or function, or increased sensitivity to certain foods, or just more digestive stuff going on in general. Now I ask because these are all warning signs that your brain may be struggling. Any one could be an early indicator of serious things to come. And if ignored or left unchecked, especially if you're experiencing more than one, these could significantly increase your risk of dementia, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, these neurodegenerative diseases uh, that include cognitive decline. The secret to unlocking the full potential of your brain comes down to three simple steps. One, precision diagnostics. This is why in our coaching program, we use the most sophisticated brain and neurocognitive testing on the planet. You then fix the deficiencies, those hormones, neurotransmitters, and nutrients that may be out of balance. And then you clean up the toxins, the stress, and the inflammatory microbes that may be interfering and making the whole process less efficient. I'm gonna do two crazy things that I've never done before. I'm offering a 100% money back guarantee, meaning if you follow the prescribed game plan that you and I create together and don't experience a significant trackable measurable improvement in your memory, processing speed, mental clarity, mood, and quality of life, I don't want your money. I want to give you a full refund, but stick with me because I'm going to level it up even more. If your increased energy, brain health, and mental performance doesn't help you earn at least as much additional income as you invested in the program, I'm also willing to give you a full refund. I wanted to do this so that you know that you have absolutely nothing to lose, everything to gain. If you want to level up, go to biohackercoaching.com. Thank you.